0: That's what's up That's what's up That's what's up That's what's up Well if me bust on your head and you try That's what's up And I declare with my trova That's what's
1: up And all them haters in my no guap That's what's up And all I know Jack Nasty That's what's up What's up Turks and Caicos It's yours truly Andy Messick The host of What's Up And we're back with another episode This episode is featuring a son of the sword professional football as also known as soccer player cadet Billy Forbes so Billy who are you for those who are listening in radio land
0: um well thanks for having me in there. I really appreciate it um for those who doesn't know me I'm Billy Forbes um I'm from right here um in Q Town um, my dad still lives there um born and raised um so basically that's that's who I am
1: have you ever been interviewed before within the TCI?
0: I have, but not on the radio. Oh,
1: not never on the radio. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. how long have you been playing football, and what influenced you to start?
0: Um, professionally, about 10 years now. Um, but I've been playing all my life, um, actually, so...
1: So you spent your, your younger years here in the TCI?
0: Yes, I did. Um, but mostly it was track and field for me mm-hmm. until I was about 16 when I made the um, the switch to, like, play for the national team and I stayed playing soccer. But I started running, like, every kid's playing cricket and also do track and field.
1: So, okay, give me a little history of, like, your transition... With. You say you started playing football like 16. Mm-hmm. You transitioned to being a pro football athlete.
0: Okay. So um, I used to to play right down the street at the Catholic Church with a bunch of Haitian kids. Um, from there, I met this um, Jamaican guy named Oliver Smith, who was one of the biggest lawyers in the island. Um, I guess he saw my talent. He was like, hey, we're going to help you um, move to the state and get a scholarship. And from there, that's when... It's all started for me,
1: and uh, it's a segment of the show where I consider as giving flowers. Mm-hmm. You know, giving flowers basically giving credit with we do. I mean, what you're doing, Billy, is I mean, phenomenal. Like I like I told you, you know, you didn't know about me, you never met me, but mm-hmm. then you inspire me a lot. You know, I look up to you guys who are doing your thing, especially who took the dream so far. Because soccer was something that we all played growing up. You know, it was something we all looked on the TV. We saw Messi, yeah. we saw Ronaldo, and we wanted to be like these guys. And you know. Like, a lot of us didn't have any hope, so we stopped playing because we said to ourselves, man, we can't make it out Mm -hmm, and and stuff like that. But seeing you guys who made it as far as being professional level is tremendous, you know, and it does something for us to let us know it's hope. So keep doing what you're doing, and you you got my full support, and you got the country's full support. You're a hero.
0: Appreciate it, appreciate it. And so where are you currently living? Um, I live in Miami right now. Oh, you um, currently
1: live in Miami. Yeah. So, uh, how is living there going?
0: It's going great. Um, I think 2000 since 2014, I bought a house in Miami. Okay. So when I'm off season, I go to Miami and just chill with family and just relax.
1: Okay. So where do you play like professional football? Professionally,
0: um, last year I play in Detroit and also Canada. Um, I play for Detroit City FC, and then I moved to Canada and play for for the Canadian team over there. Okay. So you, FC.
1: you transitioned from the Detroit team to the Canadian team now? Yeah. Okay. So how was last season, last football season?
0: Last season was really good actually. I had um I had the opportunity to go play in Canada, which was mm-hmm. a dream of mine to play in another league. Mm-hmm. Um so when the coach reached out to me he was like, Hey, um we've been watching you, we would love for you to come help us so I think it was a great opportunity for me to, to go out there and, and just Play and make my dream come true.
1: So it's it's currently off season.
0: Yeah, right now we off season until March. Okay.
1: So so what is your I mean future goal as a professional player? Uh,
0: future goal would be play another few years um, and then hopefully come back home, um, teach kids um, about the game, um, how to make it professionally. Um, just a step that I took um, as a young. Turks Islanders, then have somebody to look up to. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully, I could teach those kids, like, hey, this is what I did. It might not work for you, but if you follow this step, maybe it will.
1: I like that. You know, it's important to always, you know, come back and give back. You're right. Like you say, you know, you're a great inspiration, you know. Mm -hmm. So how important do you think a role that uh, sports, in particular, football, playing, like youth development, because some people say that you know sports is the key, you know, and it just give a lot of people a opportunity to change their life, redirect their lives. How important do you think it it plays, in are you developing, and as well as how important did it play in your development?
0: I mean, for me, sports was the key. Sports was the way for me to get out, mm-hmm. um, grow up with a Haitian mom and a Turk dad. We didn't have much. For me, um, I wanted to get out and make it so I could help my parents. So that was my motivation growing up because I've watched my dad work two jobs and my mom work in a hotel. So I wanted to make it, get out, go to college, get a degree and help my parents. But mm-hmm. in, the, in that process, I um I made it professionally and make some money and was able to help my parents. So, mm-hmm. But sports, it's, it's it's major key because growing up in the island, I've lost at least three friends Mm -hmm. And gang-related violence. Mm -hmm. So um, sports was something that I had um, that kept me away from the troubles um, and was able to to make a living out of it. And
1: you talk about being a student athlete, so you were a student athlete. Yeah. So how how important do you think education plays in in terms of all of it as well?
0: Um, Education is key, man, um, because... You might be able to be good at sports, but school come first because I was able to get a scholarship based on the GPAs and how good I was doing in, in school. Because you can't get a good scholarship without having, like, because when you move to college in the States, um, let's say you're a student athlete, you need at least a 2.0 GPA to maintain that mm-hmm. that scholarship. So if you move and you don't have a 2.0 GPA, then you lose your scholarship and you might have to come back to the island. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So um, for me, um, having Oliver Smith as a mentor, mm-hmm. he was able to, to mentor me. Let me know this is what you need to do to, to be able to keep your scholarship. And I was able to do that and graduate.
1: Mm-hmm. So like you talked on a little bit about it earlier when you spoke about how, I mean, sports (coughs) saved you Mm -hmm. from being involved in gang-related activities. And, you know, uh, it is said that sports is a cure for many social issues, such as, you know, gang (coughs) violence, juvenile delinquency, and the list goes on. Mm -hmm. I mean, what do you think about the sports programs here in the TCI, in particular soccer? Do you feel like the government is doing enough, the TCI FA Federation is doing enough? And if not, what do you think can be done to improve?
0: Um, (coughs) I don't want to say much about the government because I don't know much about that. Yeah. But um, in terms of the FA, or as we call it, TCIFA, the Turks and Caicos Island Football Association, I think they're doing more than enough. Because for me growing up, we didn't have half the staff that the kids have now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because... Right now, they have camps. They have um, staff where college coaches from the U.S. came and see kids from Turks and Caicos Island playing and hopefully give them a scholarship. So for me, growing up, we didn't have that. I had to go to Canada, um, play, and get a scholarship. So right now, I think the F is doing a great job. So hopefully, they could keep doing it and help more kids. So,
1: I mean, you've traveled across the world and as recently as being in Canada Mm -hmm. so what do you think like can be additionally added to the program to make it even better than it really is
0: I think they already started doing it right now is hired more coaches Mm -hmm. with um, broad options Mm -hmm. Um, we have at least three Jamaican coaches right now with experience in the World Cup um, coaches with experience in playing in big games Um, those experiences would help like most of our guys, because six or seven years ago, when I played in the national team, we we didn't have a great team. Like, Mm -hmm. most of our kids were, like, from Haiti or something like that. they have been living in Turks. But now, seven years forward, we have most of our kids from here that's playing for us, for the national team, whether it's beach soccer or normal soccer, we have, like, most of the kids that are playing right now, it's kids that are from Jackson gigas Hall. So there's there's a big improvement that's been going on.
1: So what do you think is, I mean, the difference, like, and two especially transition as a, I mean, soccer player from average, like you see the guys back then, it wasn't as good on the national mm-hmm. team to being more than average and going into becoming a pro athlete. Uh, like, at that time, I mean, when I mean, Mr. Smith identified you, what were you doing different from your peers, despite it wasn't any structure back then?
0: For me growing up, I had a never-give-up mentality. Uh-huh. Um, so what I used to do was, when my parents go to work so I can't drive, I would run from downtown to IGA, uh-huh. go training. Like, most people would see me running, up and down the highway. Back then, we didn't have that much cars in the highway. So those kind of thing, like, I had never give up mentality in me. Um, I was the only 14-year-old playing in the men's league at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking about 2002, 2003 to 5. I was the only kid playing in the men's league. So we didn't have uh, a kid's league at that time. So those things changed after me because more kids started playing, you know what I mean? So with my mentality that I'm going to make it, then people forced to help me, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, I was the first athlete from Turks and Caicos Island to have a scholarship. I'm talking about from TCIFA, to have a scholarship to go study abroad. So there wasn't... To play
1: football.
0: Yeah, to play football. And
1: that was like round of time, 2000,
0: I graduated 2009. Mm-hmm. So 2009, I moved overseas for college. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't someone I could look up to and be like, yeah, I'm going to do what he did because there wasn't anyone. You know what I mean? But I think it's, it's a hard work and dedication. Mm-hmm. And like I said, gang violence had a, a, a big impact in me when I watched three of my kids, my f- best friends die. So I had to change my life around. And soccer, track and field was there for me too. To, to help me change my life.
1: So what is your why? What kept you going back then and even now? Because like, I know, I mean, people people like to see, like I say, a lot of people give up because they're saying, you know, no one ever make it, you know, it's not no hope. And then, so what is your why? What what kept you going despite all of that? My Being, why
0: is is my family, my mom and my dad, that's it. Um, I grew up in a small house. The house is still, it's uh-huh. still there, although we have now we have a a much bigger house but my why was my mom watching my mom and my dad work so hard to send me to a private school to to get a good education to move overseas Mm -hmm. so that was my why in in terms of why i pushed myself so much why i stopped school to go professional and, and 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 make it so my family was my why
1: so you guys on the tcis national team have a match coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh so who who's it against and what are your thoughts going into the match?
0: If I'm not mistaken, I think we play um US Virgin Island and Curaçao. Mm-hmm. Um so um <clears throat> hopefully we get we could get all the boys to come back and play. But my my thoughts would be the same. I think we're going to beat them like we always As an athlete, you can you can't think otherwise, you know? For me, I mm-hmm. think we're going to beat this guy. So hopefully in March, we have everyone fit and ready to go.
1: So how do you guys go about preparing like as a national team? Like,
0: um, I, um, I think we just have a new coach in town. So the guys that are in town going to be training with that coach. And then you have myself, Marco, who's playing in Taiwan, um, one of the best athletes as well. Um, we have a few guys playing in college. We have Mackinson right now. Just sign a contract in um, in Jamaica playing professional. So when all these guys come back, then we're gonna start training and 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 get ready for the game. Mm-hmm.
1: So how do you go about preparing individually? Because you know you get you have your train your team training, but you also has your individual trainer. So how?
0: For me, it's it's fitness. Um, the game you have to be fit to play it. Whatever game you playing, whether it's basketball, soccer. Um, you have to be fit. Um, for me, it's fitness. Whether I go to the gym after training, that's how I get ready for the games.
1: How about diet? Do you have a strict diet plan?
0: Well, when I'm in the states, um, we have um, we have a chef that cooks for us um, that get us to eat healthy. But when I'm in the island, I'm more into like I eat everything to be honest. Because um, when I'm in the states, I don't get to eat the, mm-hmm. the Caribbean food. So when I'm here, I'm, more like all over the place
1: so who's your favorite football player is there anybody in particular you mimic your game after
0: yes one of my favorite is Gavin Glinton. Um he's from Grand Turk he was the first in Kickers Islander who played professional soccer he actually played with David Beckham in Los Angeles that's one of my favorite um player um other he than that no no nah, nah. he's uh. a coach right now he's an assistant coach in the US um he, I looked up to him playing in the national team. He was—he's the first person who yeah. ever made it out from you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. His family from Grand Turk. Okay. Um, but other than that, I have Cristiano Ronaldo is one of my favorite.
1: Okay. So what about Ronaldo? You like the most?
0: Um, he's a scoring machine. He's, he's really good at what he does. You know, I like Messi as well, but Ronaldo is my is my man. So what
1: are your thoughts on the Super Bowl?
0: You mean the the World Cup?
1: Yeah,
0: the World Cup. Yeah, the World Cup. Um, it was a good World Cup. Um, for me, I wanted either Ronaldo or or Portugal or Argentina to win it. Mm-hmm. So I think um, that was Messi and Ronaldo last World Cup. I wanted one of them to win it. So it was really good.
1: So you see yourself at the World Cup one day, it.
0: Man, one day maybe I'll be the coach of Turks and Caicos Island and we we'll go to the World Cup. But one day, like I that, for yeah. sure because. It's it's definitely something that could happen. It, it it's I feel, it's a I, lot of hard work because watching Canada who started whose program started as we don't have as much people in mm-hmm. Turks like Canada have. Like mm-hmm. Canada is a massive country, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So for us watching Canada go to the World Cup was eye opening. Like mm-hmm. I feel like if we invest more, I don't know what the government doing if they funded the TCIFA or anything. Mm-hmm. But that's something we could look into, you know, for the government to help and have more kids playing soccer. But I think in the Caribbean we have three to four teams that could go to the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Why not Turks and Caicos Island be one of them? So hopefully one day we'll see Turks and Caicos Island. So what Cup. do you
1: feel like can be done? Like you say, I mean, you feel like it's more more players needed and
0: we have to invest in the Mm -hmm. sports because you can't you can't have a sports where you're gonna make it big time when there's no investment you know Mm -hmm. it's it's need investment investment sorry Um, because we have a lot of kids now from middle north kickers that playing soccer that we didn't have like back then we didn't have that but those kids have to take boats or plane to come play in but why not invest in those Mm -hmm. other islands that not as developed as povo, mm-hmm. um for those kids to be able to play in the area. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully when we have a national team, a, a women's national team or a men's national team, then we could be able to pick players from North, Middle, GT, and all those places and come together and represent Turks and Gagos mm-hmm. Island. Because you know, that's what they mm-hmm. do in, 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 in Canada. Mm-hmm. They invest. You have to invest. And those kids were able to to move to Germany, move to other places friends and play in the top league mm-hmm. and when those guys come back it's 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 amazing you know
1: so what is the difference in the level of training out there in comparison to here because you train here you know been pre- preparing for a national match mm-hmm. i mean what's the difference in the level of training what do you think about the training program here how can I mean, it improve
0: i I don't want to compare it because it's yeah. not uh, it's not something you could compare because mm-hmm. when you playing, when I'm playing with my professional soccer team, it's like you have twenty three or thirty guys that's like professional athlete. Uh-huh. Those guys from different countries and they know the game, they know what they're doing. Comparing when I come home and I'm playing with kids that's like in high school, who's still uh-huh. learning how to do certain things. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not a comparison, but it's for me when I come back to to take some time and teach those kids, okay, this is what I would want you to do. Like when you playing, this is mm-hmm. how you should do this and do that, you know? So it's, it's, it's different, but the gap is closing down compared mm-hmm. to 2005 to now, it's, it's totally different.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, what is the advice for Turks and Caicos Islands football, at least with aspirations to be professionals?
0: Um, my advice to any athlete, honestly, would be, if you know you got talent, just work on it, mm-hmm. and 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 stay working on it. It'll it'll pay off. You know what I mean. Like, it take one person to see your talent and help you. It take like you move into college and take your stuff seriously, to be able to make it. You know what I mean. And just stay the course. Don't mm-hmm. don't 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 deviate from it. You'll be
1: fine. I mean, so you. Made it off of being found by uh, Mr. Smith. Mm-hmm. So, what is your advice to, I mean, Turks and Caicos Islands football athletes who have I mean, a feeling of no hope, like no one's going to find them, no one's going to locate them? What is your advice to them to go, how to go about being found?
0: I mean, now with the world of social media, if, mm-hmm. if you got talent, somebody will see.
1: Mm-hmm. So you Because back know.
0: then There wasn't any Instagram or Well there was Facebook at that time I think But it's like If you have talent Someone will see you mm-hmm. Like Something will happen For someone to see you It's just like You just have to work and, and work hard At what you do That's it And someone will see you And you'll have an opportunity That's for sure In
1: mm-hmm. this
0: day and age Where social media Like If you A basketball player You know how to shoot threes I'm Someone will see you, man. That's that's for sure. So,
1: so how do you go about joining the national team? Like for people who have interest in joining
0: um, soccer, yeah, the football,
1: this, the football
0: national. Um, team. I think you have to be for our national team mm-hmm. now. Back then, I think we have a lot of expat who play for us because if you had work permit, you were able to to play for the national team. Um, but now, I think first of all, you need to have a T I passport to be able to play for us. Um, for the national team. Um, even if you form another country and you have our passport, you have to be able you need to live in the island for a few years I think, um, to be able to play for us. Um but other than that I think you need to, to play. You just need to play be able to play soccer, play with the T C. I FA cause they have a league going on down there. Um, just playing the league and then when the coach picking players, I'm sure they'll invite invite players to play. Cause I think I was 15 when they invite me to come train with them, with the mm-hmm. national team. So, yeah.
1: So, you know, life is filled with struggles and adversities. You know, and um, a lot of youths are here. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the wrong on the wrong path, uh, and feel like a lack of hope. Yeah. Not even only the, in their professional sports. But also in life on a whole, what are what are some of your advice that you would give to them who are to the youths that are lacking hope?
0: My advice would be to <coughs> to just find something to do in an island because it's it's a small island. it could feel trap and just find something to do. Um, do it right, and, and, and hopefully something will happen because it's a small country, you know. It's not like we have a lot going on. It's not like we're the we're in the U.S. where you can do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. But my advice would be just whatever you doing, do it to the best of your ability, and hopefully something will happen. Okay, I like that.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, in terms of you, like you say you got some plans, like in terms of when you come back, what are some of your plans or initiatives that you plan to put in place to take soccer to the next level for the TCI?
0: Um, my goals and my plan would be for me to come back home, um, hopefully work with the TCIFA, um, help more kids go to college, whether it's for soccer, basketball, with the vast, um, vast network that I made in the U.S. or Canada, um, wherever I play. My goal would be to, to help kids, not just like soccer player, but a basketball player or cricket player, whatever player it is, to hopefully go to college, get a scholarship, and, and, and try to make it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If if one make it, we all make it. That's, that's that's how I see it. So my goal would be to come back and hopefully work with the TCIFA first and mm-hmm. the sport commission downtown. Just Just work and just trying to help kids to... To move overseas and get a scholarship and study abroad, because hmm. you might, because a kid might move to college for basketball and they ended up studying business or something else like I did, and they fall in love with that. That doesn't mean they're gonna take your scholarship away. You could play for four years and they ended up saying, okay, I don't want to continue playing basketball. I'm just gonna focus on school. Then you get your degree, you could come back home and work or you could stay somewhere else and work. That's that's how it is. You mm-hmm. just need a opportunity come like maybe for me I use sports to get out because mm-hmm. that's what I was good at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like soccer was able to get me out of um Provo, go to the US, study, get a degree, but then I was able to make it professionally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's it, it just a, a stepping stone. Maybe God gives you the, cal, um, the talent to be able to play basketball or play soccer mm-hmm. and to get out there. Maybe once you're out there in a bigger country, you decided you want to do something else, then mm-hmm. you go for it.
1: So, so what do you think of is the biggest difference, like in the mindset, between just being an average athlete and being a pro athlete, or even to be able to make the transition?
0: There's not, there's not a big difference, but in a professional level is, um, you have to do, um, you have to do your job every day the correct way. Mm -hmm. There's, there's no, there's no slacking around, to be honest, because you're getting paid to do what you're doing, so you have to come in and put in the work every day. That's it. Compared to a college or someone who's not in college, it's like, you have days you could come in and, and mess around and have fun and where it just like you having fun. But professional level is being be able to do what you're doing right every day. That's it.
1: So now that you, you're on off season? Yeah. So now even despite you being on the off season, how do you go about staying
0: conditioned? Um, I've been for me I've been a little bit sick since I've been here, like mm-hmm. the past two days. Um my voice is gone a little bit. But I've been working out with I go to T C I F A the field, P N I G A. Just run, um, train with the coaches there trying to learn new stuff. Um and just stay fit. You have to because that's my job. I have to. Mm-hmm. So it's just what
1: you speak mostly about the physical but what about the mental aspect of things? How do you I mean stay mentally strong to play the sport?
0: I don't know. It's just something I have it in me. It's mm-hmm. it's the warrior mentality that that I grew up with. That mm-hmm. growing up, that um, being able to to want it to get out out of the situation I was in, like mm-hmm. being able to help my parents. So mm-hmm. that motivated me until now. That that's that's what kept me going, to be honest. So when I'm off season mentally off-season is the best part mm-hmm. is now when I go for pre when I have to, to run have a bunch of masks on you taking blood tests now that's when it start you know when mm-hmm. you have to be mentally strong but other than that when I'm off-season right now it's just chilling mm. I like
1: that so it was it was definitely a privilege interviewing you. Like I said, you know, I've I've always been keeping up with you, and you're a hero. You're a hero to many because I I actually have a close friend of mine. He's playing soccer. His name is Jules, and you know he's
0: Jules is my boy.
1: Yeah, man, he's making strides in soccer, and many many other younger players with soccer aspirations. And mm-hmm. you you are definitely a inspiration to them and. Uh, what what we are doing and a lot of other people are doing this show is actually circulated around youth empowerment so we, we just have to come together you know and I mean help Young Talks Islanders to realize that they can make the Extra step, you know, they can make it. I mean, make it to that extra level because, you know, sports can really not only do well for personally, Mm -hmm. but also as a country, you know. Because, like you say, you know, one day when we have our our professional team at the World Cup, it'll do tremendous for putting TCI bigger on the map. On
0: the map, yeah.
1: You know, so in terms of collaboration, what do you think more can be done as collaborating as us as a people? You know, to push our athletes,
0: we need more investment in the sports. Whether mm-hmm. it's soccer, basketball, we just we just need more. But you can't really ask more if we're just a small country. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? W- where the money is gonna come from? You know where? Mm-hmm. But I would say, if more athletes are more dedicated to the sports, then the government and whoever it is, they have to get involved because more of our athletes are going overseas and study. more of our athletes are making it professionally then they have to invest more you know what I mean but I would say first of all I would say the athlete just focus on your sports make- Worried more about putting that 110% in that, that's it okay
1: I like that thank you again Billy coming through and you know i look forward to the greatness that you have ahead so this is yours truly the host andy music with another episode of what's up with professional football player cadet billy Ford. i'll see you again next saturday with a next great episode
0: well if you're freaky in that shit, yo That's what's up And you know say so you go low That's what's up you like the skeet, skip, skip, yo That's what's up Nobody have to show, yo That's what's up Well if you love GD, yo That's what's up Your I got to show, yo That's what's up Make some noise and I new place, yo That's what's up Everybody wanna show, yo That's what's up